You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This episode, The Phone Call. I was 30 years old when my daughter was born. And I remember my dad calls me on the phone and he sends me into this tailspin mentally that I'm still recovering from to this day. He calls me up and he says, you know, when I was 30, you were born. And now you're 30, he says at the time, and you just had a daughter. And I'm looking at you and it's almost like I'm looking at myself 30 years ago. My mind was blown. And it might just seem like, oh, that was a really nice nostalgic thing to say, but he must have been going through some shit because then all of a sudden it triggered something in my mind about how everything was going to change from that moment on. It already had. I could already feel the change happening. It was like that movie, I didn't watch it too many times, but it's called Twilight. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because there's this term that they use. I think it's the wolves or the werewolves or whatever the fuck they are, that they imprint when they connect with someone. That's the only way I can describe being a parent is that as soon as your child is born, you imprint on them and it's, it's, you're done. You're done. Your biology has changed. Your chemistry has changed. You are in this for the long haul and you're going to protect them for the rest of your life. And it's not even your choice anymore. You're literally being led by your own biology. You are a passenger on this journey. That's it. That's how it is for me. And that change is painful. I used to do whatever I wanted. Didn't give a shit. Yeah, I'm going to go across the Canadian border and just figure things out. 18 years old. Yeah, 22. I'm going to go out to New York with no resources, no money. I'm going to go out and be an actor. I'm going to go out there. and I'm going to be on Broadway. I'm going to experience New York and just, just take the city in, you know, man. This was me. Maniac. But it's not even a terrible decision. It's just the decisions that were part of my lexicon, what I did. Because all I had to do was worry about me. Didn't have to worry about another person. I could protect myself, my own interests, protect my own survival. I could do that. I could, I could manage that. But man, now you, I bring a kid into this world, it changes because now I'm responsible for this human being who didn't ask to be here. I helped thrust her into consciousness. So now I got to make sure that she's okay got to make sure that I'm creating some sort of a moral fabric so that she becomes a good person, has a quality of life. I try to control the environment around her so she doesn't get destroyed by the world and eaten up alive. I got to build her up so that she can protect herself in this world and navigate this world. I got to try to create a good human being to add to the world. It's a unique type of pain and punishment in the sense that I'm built, as we all are, to protect and to, and to want to reduce risk. That change, that imprinting thing, that's what happens. You become this, like, I'm going to reduce risk. Fucking insurance company should be hiring me because all I do is I'm just, I just mitigate risk. I want to reduce risk for my child. And so then you go on this journey where all you're doing is trying to just reduce the risk. And then you're going to have, I've had people tell me, hey man, you just can't stop everything. Let it go. Let your child go into the world. Give it back to the universe. Let it experience the world. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? You let your kid experience the world. I'm going to let my kid experience the world. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not going to deny the fact that 
that I gotta, I have an evolutionary right to try to protect her. Like it's part of who I am, who we are. I'm not here because people were like, let's just share our resources and shit. We're here because the drive to pass the seed on and drive your genetics and your DNA forward. That's why we're here. Because there is some strong adaptation in this shit. Some strong mutation in this DNA to try to figure out a way, a pathway through the, through the labyrinth of the world. Of what it's like to live on earth, to be a conscious being on earth. That shit's a maze. You got to figure your way out through that. And so the cells and the DNA, they're switching, they're changing. They're trying these different ways just to survive. And you're fighting against these other things that are trying to survive too. And it's this big fight just to be able to be conscious and go, Oh, look above us. We're in the universe. Just for that privilege. So when people tell me to let go and relax, I don't know. It's almost as if I would have to fight against the very nature of what I've become. But there's got to be a compromise. I've got to figure out a way to compromise this where I can be open and free and allow my child to experience the world, but at the same time, make sure that I'm guiding her. I think that's what fucking people are doing all over the world. We're trying to strike that balance. No one's doing it right or wrong. We're trying so hard to do that. It's a difficult struggle. When I was on the phone with my dad, he, when he said that, when he said, you know, I was 30 years old when you were born, and now you're 30 and you have a kid, it's almost as if he and I were the same person in that moment. And then he said, you know, when you're 60 years old, you might get a call from your daughter and she might say, hey, dad, I got a surprise for you. You're going to be a grandpa. And he said, maybe I will, but maybe I won't, most likely won't be there. And when you're looking forward or looking up for the person that led you into this world, next thing you know, you're 60, you're 70, and you're alone. I mean, the leader, the person who brought you in, they did what they had to do. They got you to a place where now you have become them. And they, they disappear into oblivion. But the feeling of needing them never goes away. And the feeling of your child needing you will never go away. It's a perpetual journey, a movement, seeking something, and I'm just part of it. I am, and I am not looking forward to that phone call from my kid, but I'm sure I'll smile when I get it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. A lot of people have been coming up to Aaron and I at parties, sending emails, and calling to tell us how much they love the podcast and ask when the next episode's coming out. A great way to stay connected is to visit the website, 7minutestoriespod.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, let more people know what you think about Aaron and his storytelling by rating and leaving a review. Lastly, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share your favorite episode with friends on social media. Thanks again for listening.